This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. I hope you're feeling Christmassy. I really do. By now, I want you to be feeling Christmassy. Is there anything I can say or do to make you feel more Christmassy? Maybe. (laughs) Well, our guest today is Ellie Bamber and she's one of the stars of one of the BBC's flagship festive TV shows, and it's The Trial of Christine Keeler. You can always tell when a channel is excited about a TV show by the way that they push it. And The Trial of Christine Keeler is pretty front and centre to the BBC's uh, publicity push this Christmas. Now, Ellie Bamber plays Mandy Rice Davis who uh, is integral to the Christine Keeler Profumo story. If you don't know much about the Profumo affair, I won't spoil it now. I, I definitely think you should watch this show. And obviously, if you do know about the Profumo affair from the 1960s, you'll, you'll be well on board and you'll also be watching the show. The reason why this show is especially pertinent is given the allegations swirling around a certain member of the royal family. Ellie and I touch on this. I mean, the bit. Uh, <laughs> be careful how I say this, but the BBC will be secretly rubbing their hands together at the timing, given the parallels between the Profumo affair and the allegations that are happening right now. Obviously, I have to be careful what I say because they are allegations, but I can say um, that the Emily Maitlis interview is one of the greatest bits of television I can remember. That was a solid hour. Usually, with it, if there's a drama on for an hour, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I might glance at Mortra a couple of times. With Mateless, I'm not even sure that I blinked. <laughs> it was that good. Um, and so there are unquestionably parallels um, between what happened with Profumo, uh, Mandy Rice-Davis, Christine Keeler, and incidents that are happening now. Ellie Bamba is terrific. She's got a great head on her shoulders. She's 22 years old. She has the world by the tail. When I think of what I was doing when I was 22 and what Ellie Bamber's doing at the age of 22, it's, uh, yeah, she's a force to be reckoned with. She also has a very exciting 2020 lined up. To, to quote Clive Tilsley, the football commentator, when he was talking about Wayne Rooney after he scored his hat-trick in the Champions League, he just joined Man United and he said, remember the name, Wayne Rooney. 
And I would say the same about Ellie Bamber. If you're like me and you are uh, quite the anorak with TV and movies, maybe not so much since the since the kids came along. I'm sharing too much here. That was pure internal monologue. But I certainly used to be. Um, but if you're like me, you'll have already earmarked Ellie Bamber as a, a special talent and a real one to watch. But if you've never heard of her, then uh, yeah, put put all the chips you've got on Ellie Bamber. I really think she's uh, she will be a big star. And as I say, she's got the will by the tail. She's got a great head on her. And um, I never thought at the age of 41 that I would be asking for book recommendations from a 22 year old. And I tell you what, I took notice of every single one of them. <laughs> anyway, what a wonderful person. Um, and I, I, I am fearful of sounding patronising when I'm talking about someone who's a lot younger than me. Because I, I said something similar about Max Manor, the chef. But he reminded me of Ellie. Um, in that both of them are younger people. But with such a mature head on them, the world is their oyster. Ellie Bamber. Here she is, fantastic. Project, the BB, I mean, this is, this is like the stuff of childhood dreams. Yeah. <laughs> this drama is, is coming out and it's, it's not an exaggeration to say this is one of the BBC's flagship Christmas shows. I mean, that's, oh. that's pinch yourself stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I, we, we had such a wonderful time filming it, so um, it, it's exciting that it's going to be coming out over Christmas, yeah. So I know, I, now, I might be old, but I'm not old enough to remember the affair at the time. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, as, a, as a kid, yeah. that was a thing that, like, my mum would, she has, like, this fascination with uh, true crime and, you know, yeah. it, you know, those sorts of events. So as a kid, they're the sorts of, sorts of things that she would tell me about. And it was such a big, uh, a huge story at the time, wasn't huge, it? Huge, yeah. Can you educate, I'm not saying do the full uh, no. biography, but... Some of our listeners might not be aware, but no, I mean, this was just such a huge thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, uh, I mean, yeah, it brought the government to its knees. This, these kind of two women who um, were kind of running in circles with men of high power. And um, obviously, Christine um, had an affair with Perfumo and um, Perfumo then obviously denied. And there, there were all kinds of other things that went on in Christine and Mandy's life. But I, I think the, the heart of it was that there were these two young women who were enjoying themselves and who were used as scapegoats for um, men in power. Which, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's not pure fluke, the timing, given mm. what's in the news at the moment. I mean, yeah, it's brilliant timing, isn't it? Um, Is it total coincidence? Yeah, it's a total coincidence, yeah. So, oh my I know, God! I know, which is, um, which is crazy. <laughs> I know. It's, um, it's just great timing, but, um, and, and I think it's especially special to be telling it from, um, the two girls' point of view, because as much as Mandy particularly kind of, she she was very vocal and, and she had a lot of um, guts and she kind of went out there and said what she thought, which I think, to me, Mandy's a total hero, but um, it kind of gives us, it gives them more of a voice and more of a say in their story, because I think that the narrative was almost written for them and um, obviously they were called awful names in the press and eventually put on trial for being prostitutes, which, um, is, is totally crazy. Yeah. Now I'm a, 
Father to two young girls. We'll mm. get we'll get on to Nutcracker. We watched that recently. <laughs> um, but as a, you know, as a, as a, as a father to, to two young girls, what these two women, what they did, what what they went through. I mean, they, from what I've read, from what I understand, it's not yeah. it's not an exaggeration to say that they they sort of changed the, the very perception of, of of women in general, didn't they? Yeah, and I think I think. They were extremely forward-thinking because they were just women who enjoyed sex, having sex. Yeah. I don't think there was anything wrong with that. And um, it was kind of manipulated to, to seem that they were kind of these two, like, extremely dark, evil women who were kind of, you know... It, going to bed with hundreds and hundreds of people which is which is crazy but also why why shouldn't women have have sex with people sure. you know so i think at the time it was it was odd because i think the public was so intrigued by um anything sexual because it was kind of that hush hush of oh you know we, we mustn't talk about it but actually we're secretly extremely intrigued by it um and i think uh, this may sound a little bit crazy and i don't i don't want to ham it up too much but um obviously after after the scandal there was the movement into free love and um and sex for everyone and i think that they were they were ahead of their time and um and Mandy particularly, I think, dealt with all of the, the name-calling and all of the accusations with such kind of... Um, with such grace. And she kind of turned it around and she was being obviously manipulated and instead she manipulated them all back and said, well, you know, if you're going to call me all of this, I may as well use it and make something of myself. And she went off to Israel and became this millionaire, um, extremely kind of in the face of, um, such awful, awful, uh, an awful situation. She made something great out of it. I actually literally just had, um, a, a, a coffee with her her daughter are you serious um, yeah i know it was it was kind of it was crazy and i got super emotional because i'm not surprised yeah because it was kind of we, we we had this incredible conversation and um and i kept sitting there thinking oh i've, I've so she's manly such a hero to me and i kind of fell in love with her while, it, while i was playing her and um it was an extraordinary conversation and one thing i kind of um that dana told me is that um she has a poster in um, in her office at the moment, and it was a poster of it was a picture of Mandy kind of going into the trial, um, and it was actually I think put in an exhibition in the National Gallery, and Mandy wrote on it for for the office. Um, she wrote, "Don't make an exhibition of yourself, girls," <laughs> and it's up in the office, Amazing. which I think you know. She had such wit and such. She was so clever, and you know, she wrote, she wrote, she wrote four books or something like that, and um, was constantly kind of, I guess, um, reading. And um, she always wanted to know about everything that was going on, especially during the time of, of the trial. Where, do, where does her grit come from? You know, we live in an age now where social media you know people people get called horrendous things but she mm. she lived through that yeah before before social media she was getting called every name under the sun yeah i know but to go to come through with such strength and resolve did you we able to find out what made her so bulletproof like that well in her book she one of the quotes that i always remember is that she said um i worked out from a young age that if i walked through a room with my head held high nobody would ask me where i was going and i think that that, that, that i know <laughs> I think at the heart of it was the fact that she she came from 
a, a fa- she ran away from home when she was so young and she said that she always had this determination to make something of herself and do something and really do something with her life and I think that there was all the, always this hunger for um kind of going out and seeing the world and learning as much as possible because um she she was hanging out with people that who were twice her age and she was able sure. to keep up in these conversations which for, for someone of her age was uh, extraordinary. extraordinary and i think it all came from this idea of um in the face of adversity being able to smile and being able to see the funny funny side of things which i think i think is great because dana was telling me um, her, her daughter was was saying that she had such a kind of incredible sense of humor and was able to you know not let anything really affect her and kind of say well fuck you guys incredible <laughs> so I don't know if I can no no you can't say what say what <laughs> trust me yeah um <laughs> which I think is great I mean I love being able to laugh at you know at bad totally bad things it's what makes us Brit I hope it's what makes I us know. British I know I think it's, it's such an extraordinary quality and it was something that when I was playing her and and Sophie and I particularly, Sophie who plays Christine, had um, such a ball. Nice. Her and I got on like House on Fire and um, it was so great because we, I think obviously we're playing best friends and it was kind of like we were, we were just becoming best friends while we were playing best friends. This, isn't there something really sad in the, I know this from reading and listening to other interviews with, with actors, mm-hmm. the girl from the office, Jenna, I forget her name. Um, the one, the girl that plays the equivalent of Dawn in the US office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She said that she she'd made the movie War Card with John C. Riley, mm-hmm. and it, and I, th- I guess she'd not made many movies, and she'd yeah. become friends with everyone. And he very politely said, "Don't do that because you you not you probably won't stay in touch." And you does that happen? I take it you become mates with people and then you move on to the next project. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think I think sometimes it does. I mean. Um... Sophie and I have stayed like really close friends. Like we see Great. each other, we see each other a lot, um, and I think that that was extremely special. It was it was a very special part of the filming was the fact that we actually became, became such good friends. And it it's it is so it's so often that you do do films and shows and things like that, and you never see people again because you know like our lives take us in whatever directions yeah. that we we may go. You're filming there and there. Yeah, right exactly. There. And it's it can sometimes be hard to keep in touch, but I think it's so it's so nice when you find those real kind of you make connections. A yeah. Sure. Um, and I feel like I I've I've just been filming in Thailand, and I feel like I've made kind of the same a few of the same really strong connections with people so it's really nice really no, no nice. I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything yeah do you get to utter the famous line <laughs> I don't want to say the line but you know the line I mean yes when asked she said <laughs> yes. I don't know if I have to take this out but yeah well and then she asked he, he would yes he, right? yes yes um I did and um it gave me some extreme anxiety Uh, what what to to absolutely nail the (laughs) no it was quite funny i just had like a look for my friend saying to me so so have you uh, elsa have you thought about the line if you do you know what you're gonna do you know what you're gonna do i've not helped with anxiety (laughs) they were like do you know what you're gonna do with it you know you can practice. You can practice right now, Ellie. If you if you, if you want to, you can say it to us. I was like, um, I was like, I'm, I'm really good fighting. It's like I'm just gonna do it on the day. I haven't even practiced it myself. I don't want to. 
Um, so this has become your very own uh, Bond, James Bond. You know. <laughs> oh my God. No, because I, in her book, uh, Mandy says that uh, everyone kind of viewed that line as her being extremely cheeky and kind of, uh, and in that way, but actually she kind of, what I really wanted to do was be, be be true to her because she said that it was it was out of pure honesty. She was kind of she she said, well, you know, it was to do with the fact that she she couldn't understand any other any other yeah. outcome. So so um, it was it was from a place of like yeah of well, you know I'm not I'm not going to say it but sure. yeah because if someone was to ask. You were either, you know, let's say we don't know anything about the perfume yeah. of it. And someone said that to me. My my automatic, organic, I think, again, I don't want to say that. Yeah. But I think I'd probably say the same. Well, yeah. you know, insert the famous. Exactly. It's, it's just, obvious. It's come from a place of like, honesty, yeah. isn't it? Um, so it was kind of just like, yeah, it came from a, it wasn't kind of her trying to be cheeky. It was literally like a, a reaction to, to that. And that became... Right, listener, please don't Google the uh, what you think would be a nice surprise. But that that sort of became a catchphrase across the country, didn't it? <laughs> it's crazy. So I suppose it's like how they have the ca- the catchphrases from Love Island. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh god. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm not gonna be here. I actually have um, my agents as a as a gift when I was starting the show. They 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 did me a poster of those of those lines, um, and I actually have it in my bedroom. Oh, it's so, so funny. That's so cool, isn't um, it? Yeah, it's super cool. I um, and I mean, yeah, it, it was great. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember um, speaking to the director about it, and she was just like, "Don't think about it. You know, just say it. Just say it. Don't, we're not gonna think. We're not gonna talk about it. Just, just say it." Sure. Um, but no, yeah. That's a wonderful. That's a what a lovely thrill, man. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very special. So Christmas. I sound like I work for uh, Disney with this next question, but <laughs> Christmas is coming up. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an advertorial for Sky, and it's oh, not. God. <laughs> but what's just come on Sky is, is Nutcracker. So it's a film I, was, I can sit down with my two girls. Yeah. Again, is that just um, for a, for an actor? I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a 41 year old man. The thought of appearing in a Disney movie to me would be like. Oh my god! You know, I feel like yeah. I'm on the lottery. Was it that sort? Of, yeah, know, that must crazy. have felt magical. Yeah, it was crazy shit. Yeah, it was so. It was so um, magical. And also, I was a. I was a massive fan of Lass's work. I, I remember watching Chocolat when yes. I was a kid. I remember it kind of being one of the films that my parents sat me down and were like, "You must watch this film. It's great. This is a good film. Um, this is a, yeah. This yeah. is a good film. And uh, you always kind of I remember when my parents would say that. I was like, oh really is it a good film and then uh, like 10 minutes way through I was like grips um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah it was amazing to work with the cast Matthew McFadden and, and Mackenzie Foy who is just extraordinary sure. she's just such a incredible talent um, and uh, yeah I mean super magical crazy also the fact that I kind of I remember when I was younger I was obsessed with the Nutcracker my uh, one of my Christmas presents um, was the. It was actually like one a Nutcracker soldier. Like oh a, really? Yeah, like a, sure. Uh, a four foot. Yeah. Nutcracker soldier that I used to crack uh, peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was obsessed with it. Like I thought that it was like my um, best toy ever. Yeah, my also my best friend. Like I remember, like me and my brother. It was my my brother and I's Christmas like shared Christmas present, and I remember us like thinking that this he is the was best. part of the family. <laughs> it's 
It's good to know you're very easy to buy for at Christmas. <laughs> just need like an imaginary friend. <laughs> now, a lot of you know, a lot of people they'll go through their whole life and they they, they may never. Really Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Realize what their passion is, you know, in terms of pursuing yeah. a passion. I, I, it seems to me like, and the way that you talk about your work, you discovered yours from such an early age. Yeah. I mean, that's that's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, I feel very lucky. Um I do feel very lucky and I I I love every, I love being on set I love being on the stage and um it it kind of as much as it's work it doesn't always feel like it I have to pinch myself um yeah. and I'm very grateful I mean that is a phrase isn't it you know you find something that you do and you know find something you enjoy and you never work a day in your life I mean that's yeah. it's true though isn't it Yeah it is true and I think like the the thing is that I've I've been able to play such incredible um characters and also real life people i've just got back from thailand playing someone who's um a real life person and um it yeah it's so strange and so brilliant is this the serpent yes are you allowed to say anything without uh um, spoilers i uh, <laughs> so, i'm so, not sure how much am i allowed to say that someone went missing yes a few people went missing right um uh charles Sprash. uh it's a it's a really incredible fascinating story so i regret um, in my life what? Not opening this before. <laughs> so now everyone's going to hear. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how much I, I'm allowed to say, but uh, it's a it's a really incredible story. And that's out 2020. Yeah, I'll be out sometime next year. What format is it on? It's Netflix and BBC, so I think it'll come out. Oh my god! And Netflix, so yeah. I mean, also this is a lovely time as well because um, am I right in thinking? I sound like I'm your PR here. If you ever feel down in the dumps, just let me know. Great, I'll, I'll have you over. Like, you are the best. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but you're in this lovely sweet spot where the offers come to you, don't they? Rather than auditioning, am I right in thinking? That? I mean, it's a bit of both. Right. I definitely still have to um, audition, but that, sometimes I I am offered things, lucky enough to be offered things. So, That's great, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's crazy. So, so what, how do you... you now, what... 
obviously before I interview with you, I read yeah. as much as I can and mm-hmm. I watch, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What is, what's striking about you and particularly striking in this chat is you've got, you're, you're clearly very grounded. You clearly, you've Thank got you. the world by the tail, which is, you know, which we all dream of, of having. What's the, what is the secret there? How have you, how have you kept both feet on the terracotta? Oh man, it's my family, my family and my friends. Um, they mean the world to me and they, um, you know, I, I spend a lot of time with my, my brother, my mum, my dad. My mum's incredibly supportive and um, I really owe a lot to her. And um, also just my friends. My friends are are great. And, you know, as, as much as I'm away, sometimes I, I try and stay in touch with them. And I've got friends from when I was really little, which is nice. And, um, yeah, I think it's just having, like, such a great... I, even my grandparents are fucking great. It's just having that kind of support from them all. So you've said your mum, because I'm the same, your mum yeah. and your grandmother's, and for me, my mum my and my granddad, and again, I'm close <laughs> to like, Ugh. Yeah. But then, you know, I think if you've got uh, a, a, a mum and a gran, yeah. you're going to keep your grounded. I mean, yeah. you, you've always got a chance, haven't you? you know? Yeah, they're so great. My mum's going to come um, this evening to uh, the C21 event that we have. So, um, wow. yeah, it'll be really nice. I like always having um, her with me all week. Um, yeah. Have you just always taken everything in your stride then? Um, uh, I think I just feel like it's, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's all so crazy and also, um, I, I don't know. I, I have a real keen interest for everything that, you know, for acting, I guess, and every kind of corner I turn, I'm always just amazed by what's happening and I feel very I feel just so grateful and so lucky to be in this position so self this is a selfish question I know yeah. that you're a, a voracious reader yes I am totally so I, I was a voracious reader and then I think I've got into these too much podcasts right so you're you a podcast what I've what I'm shamelessly asking for <laughs> Uh, for, uh, uh, not just for me, but for the let's pretend it's the listeners mm-hmm. as well. But any any great reads that you would please recommend for this okay. festive period? So I mean, I don't think this is that festive, but I oh no, I mean, um, don't worry about no, it. Don't worry. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas theme books. Yeah, no, yeah. Can you imagine the pressure? Um, <laughs> let me wrap my brains. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I've been uh, reading Rachel Cusk's trilogy of books. Great. Outline um, Transit. I'm I'm on halfway through transit now. Um, Rachel Rachel Cusk. She did a a version of Medea at the um, oh what theatre was it? Anyway, amazing. Um, She's she's really incredible, and the books are really extraordinary, and I I I love it. And I'm also like extremely geeky in the way that I highlight things. (laughs) Do you never go Kindle? No, never Kindle. No, I have to have a proper book. Go on. Um, I have I have to have a proper book. Uh, so I'm really loving that trilogy. I read a book called The Vegetarian. Yeah. While I was away in wait, who's it by? Let me get it up. Um, while I was away in Thailand, so that was brilliant. That's by Han Kang, which was great. Um, I'd never read Another Country by James Baldwin, and um, I thought that was. Excellent too. That's obviously a classic. Do you just plough through these as well then? I love I love reading and um, it's something that I always make time for as well because I think that more often 
than not people don't make enough time to read because I think we're I you know I love watching movies and I love watching tv but I I try to take as much time as I can to kind of read it, it feels weird sitting down and saying and kind of like allocating time for for reading because I sometimes feel a bit guilty like I should be doing some work and stuff but I, I yeah it's important though, isn't it's it? so important I love and I love going into the park to, to have a read even though at the moment it's a bit chilly but I think the last book I properly 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 blitzed was uh, the book about the Spider-Man musical. What? You know the Spider-Man musical? No. On Broadway, they did this. Oh my! I mean, this this is my gift to you. Thank you. The playwright, the playwright of the musical, wrote what is essentially a kiss and tell about what happened. You two did the music of this musical. Yeah. They got Julie Taymor from The Lion King. And what I mean, what could go wrong with a musical? Went wrong, but it just it, the book is. I'm oh, getting the uh, getting the wave there. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I mean, it's a it's a proper page turner. Full on. Um, What's it called? I'll have to I'll, after the chat. I'll look it up and I'll tell okay. you. I want to say turn off the, the the musical is called Turn Off the Dark, the Spider Man musical. Did you go and see it? No, but you know what? As I was reading it, I was thinking, God, I'd, I'd love to have seen this. <laughs> But there were, t- there were times where like, Spider-Man was uh, <laughs> literally stranded in the air and the whole oh, audience no. in the theatre were for, like 20 minutes at a, at a time. Wait, on purpose? Or no. no. <laughs> Just like failure, mechanical failures at so each what time. Was, did he have to improvise? Do, do I think like, he went beyond that. Things? I think the guy that played Green Goblin sometimes improvised. <laughs> but oh my it was God. Like, it's like, he must have done the thing from um, The Simpsons, Spider-Pig. He, he should have like improvised. He should have winged it with the Spider-Pig. Yeah. Spider pig, spider pig. He should have just done that mid air. Ellie, you, you, you should have been there. You, you'd have been a great spider man. Um, oh, now then, can you tell us about yeah. uh, seven, the seven sorrows of, of Mary? Mm. Is that is that coming out in the new year then? Um, yeah, I think it should be coming out sometime next year. Um, it's uh, quite a, it's quite a dark film. Um, again, again, kind of very usually inspired by a true story. Um, and I spent eight weeks in Rio shooting that. Um, and it's kind of about uh, about 72 hours of um, of a kidnapping of a, of a young girl. I mean, sure, yeah. it's, it's, again, I, I, what's my friend, it sounds, it obviously sounds horrendous, but you did quite a cathartic thing with the the van, is that correct? Uh, in what way? Did you, talk, did you torch them? <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> no, um, so basically, me and my castmate were like, because we spent so long, and James and I spent so long in this van that we were like, oh my god. We, I mean, we would, because we were shooting night shoots, it would be like from, from like five in the afternoon to something like six in the morning, and we'd be in this van, and he was like tied up in the van, and I was also tied up in the van. Um, and we just kind of felt like power, well, totally powerless. And, um, it, it was, it was kind of, it was, yeah, anyway. So, um, sure. I said, James and I were like, we, we, we'd really like you as our, as our rap gift. Could we please like set the van on fire? Cause we really hate it. Like we don't want to see it ever again. Yeah. Um, it was just an idea. We weren't allowed to do it. But, um, and it was probably a stupid and quite weird idea. But we, we literally couldn't stand the van. I was like, I just, I can't ever see that van again. Um, I the, think the I, I think I, yeah, the, the van remains intact. Actually, it was rented, so it had to go back. But <laughs> I think I knew every detail of the inside of that van by the yeah, end of it. I'd like spent 
literally eight weeks in that van. Um, but no, so it was it was never we never fulfilled that kind of weird uh, idea. But yeah. Now, one of the things that you, you that you've done that our listeners will be doesn't matter who they are, they will be mm-hmm. very jealous of the Shawn Mendes. Video. Oh yeah, I mean, that's again. What a what a what a yeah. I mean, that's great, isn't it? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I had a lot. We had a lot of fun actually. We were in like Paris and Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam. So, um, and yeah, I mean, I think the funniest thing was when Sean turned around to me and was like, "Oh, so we're going to be riding bikes around Amsterdam?" And I was like. Sean, do you know how um, clumsy I am? Because this is not going to be good. Like, I, I don't, I don't have any coordination whatsoever. So we honestly, is this true? Yeah, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I've got like, I'm crazy. Did, but my wife will tell you the same about she thinks I'm the clumsiest person. If there's <laughs> so a more girl, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'm just not, I'm not good at things like riding a bike. I, I was so. Um, I remember they they got me on the bike and um, they were like, "Oh, you're you're actually serious about this?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm deadly serious. I'm really not good at riding a bike." So you're like, "Okay, like, why don't Sean and you go and ride the bikes for an hour and a half, two hours?" <laughs> so I remember riding around and then she's just being like, "Sean, Sean, wait for me. I, I'm I've got a problem here." And I used to like I'd, I'd kind of like have like semi crashes into people. I mean, it was dangerous. I was going around Amsterdam, nearly running everyone over. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I know, I know. Fun. So I know our time is up, unfortunately, but uh, what a, what an endearing, as I say, grand. What a, what a absolute thrill it's been to meet oh, you. So thanks. thank you. May I just say? Um, Huge congratulations with everything. Thank you so much. Um, you know the way everything's going is just so wonderful. I'm, I'm giving I'm giving you a speech like it's like this is your life, but <laughs> but no, I mean it's you know it's no, just thanks. well done with everything. Thank you. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks. Bless you. That was great. Thank great. you. Thank I know, you. I, I could that, I could have done another hour like that. There. I know honestly. it was so nice. Yeah, it was, really it was so nice. Brilliant. Thank the you. wonderful Thank Ellie Bamber wasn't she fantastic? Brilliant. Brilliant. Because sometimes. Obviously, when you know when a younger person is in the world of acting or anything to do with entertainment, if they don't always have a great head on the shoulders, it, it can be tricky for them. But with her, I've got every confidence in her. Fantastic. Um, as ever, please spread the word. We're on Twitter at Balance LDN. I'm at James Gill Comedy. If you've enjoyed it, please spread the word. Tell your friends. It makes all the difference. A positive review. Five stars, a warm write-up. It helps us like you wouldn't believe. Um, Our website is balance.media. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Um, And we'll be, don't you worry, we'll be dropping another one on uh, on Monday. But uh, thank you as always. 2019 has been a blast. And uh, Ellie Bamber was part of that. She was fantastic. So uh, thank you as always. I've been James Gill. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.